Thanks for listening to The Red Treehouse, where I tell scary stories to keep you up at night. You can listen to The Red Treehouse on your favorite streaming platforms, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Be sure to follow, like, and subscribe. Oh, and leave a five-star review. You can follow The Red Treehouse on social media, on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and X at Red Treehouse Pod. And if you have a scary story or topic you'd like me to feature on an upcoming episode, email redtreehousepod at gmail.com. Important note, sources for this episode can be found in the show notes. Growing up in New York City, some of my favorite times were listening to family members tell spooky stories. Sometimes we'd sit in the living room, and other times we'd be out on the front stoop gathered around the steps. No matter where we were, the stories were always scary and left me looking over my shoulder. One story stands out above the rest, in part because it's scary, but also because it has always left me thinking, what if that happened to me? My grandfather tells the story of his brother, who while living in Brooklyn at the time, went for a walk down the street. As he turned the corner, he bumped face first into someone. Thinking he was being attacked, my great uncle pushed the stranger, who then pushed back. And as the initial shock wore off, my great uncle realized the person he ran into was himself. It was his doppelganger. A second shock quickly set in for a few seconds, and then he began asking this familiar stranger different questions. What is your name? What is your birthday? What are your parents' names? What are your brother's names? The doppelganger had the same name. He had the same birthday. His parents' names were the same, and so were his brother's names. He spoke with himself for a few minutes, after which they said their goodbyes. As my great-uncle Louie walked away, he turned to look back, but the guy was gone. Afraid, he ran home and told his brothers and parents, and he never saw his doppelganger again. I know what you're thinking. Maybe he had too much to drink and was hallucinating. Except here's the thing. Encounters with doppelgangers go back millennia and transcend cultures. The unsettling truth is that it's far more common than we even realize. In this episode of The Red Treehouse, we're going to explore the legitimately scary world of doppelgangers. What are they? And is it possible that each one of us has an exact double? And perhaps as important, if doppelgangers exist, are they evil and malevolent? I'll share the details. You decide for yourself. I'm your host, Will. Welcome to the Red Treehouse.
In popular culture, doppelgangers often refer to two individuals who closely resemble each other, though they are still noticeably different. Think of those social media pages that have you upload a picture and reveal your celebrity lookalike. According to one well-traveled urban legend, there are supposedly seven people in the world who resemble you exactly. A BBC article dated July 13, 2016, helps debunk this myth, stating, quote, You might expect that even if there are 7.4 billion faces out there, with 7.4 billion people on the planet, there's clearly one for everyone. But there's a catch. You'd actually need close to 150 billion people for that to be statistically likely. End quote. The article continues, quote, The discrepancy is down to a statistical quirk known as the coupon collector's problem. Let's say there are 50 coupons in a jar, and each time you draw one, it's put back in. How many would you need to draw before it's likely you've chosen each coupon at least once? It takes very little time to collect the first few coupons. The trouble is finding the last few. On average, drawing the last one takes about 50 draws on its own. So to collect all 50, you need about 225. It's possible that most people have a doppelganger, but everyone? There's a big difference between being lucky sometimes and being lucky always. End quote. Celebrity lookalikes are not what we'll be talking about in this episode. According to the Britannica Encyclopedia, a doppelganger is a German word meaning double goer or double walker and is, quote, a wraith or apparition of a living person, as distinguished from a ghost, end quote. A doppelganger is in the most literal sense the exact replica of a living person. In other words, a doppelganger doesn't just look like you. It's an exact double. It looks, talks, walks, acts, and dresses just like you. Historically, a doppelganger is believed to be supernatural and is largely thought to be sinister in nature. And if you came across your doppelganger, some impending tragedy was on the horizon. What's fascinating is the legend of doppelgangers goes back millennia and transcends culture. Reports of seeing one's quote, spirit double, end quote, was understood as a bad omen. While researching, I came across two different but equally scary doppelganger encounters. Seeing someone else's doppelganger, which is said to signify potential danger for that person, and seeing your own doppelganger, which is said to signify your impending death. There are tales of family members seeing a loved one at home, only to find out the individual was nowhere near the house at the time of the appearance. But that's not all. Doppelgangers are sometimes referred to as the evil twin. And in some cases, these evil twins appear to offer counsel or advice. Except, it is often misleading 
or malicious. In other cases, doppelgangers appear to cause confusion and chaos, planting scary, even dangerous thoughts in your head. In all cases, it is advised that if you run into a doppelganger, whether yours or someone else's, that you avoid communicating with them at all costs. According to Norse mythology, doppelgangers are ghostly doubles that lived before you and, quote, performed their actions in advance, end quote. One article described this as, quote, deja vu in substance, but in reverse, where a spirit with the subject's footsteps, voice, scent, appearance, and overall demeanor precedes them in a location or activity, resulting in witnesses believing they've seen or heard the actual person before the person physically arrives." End quote. Doppelgangers have been depicted in various media, print, art, and more. In the mid-1840s, Emily Saggy's doppelganger took center stage, except she didn't see it herself. Everyone else did. Saggy was a teacher at a girls' school, though to that point she had difficulty staying in any one position. In fact, she changed positions 19 times over 16 years. Intrigued by this, the school did some investigating, and what they discovered was unsettling. For nearly 20 years, Saggy was haunted by her doppelganger. First, it was seen by 13 students in a classroom. It was standing next to Saggy and, quote, mirroring her movements, end quote. Her doppelganger followed her wherever she went. Quote, it stood behind her as she ate, pantomiming her movements, end quote. Saggy had no idea what was going on right next to her, despite it being clear to everyone else. Later, Saggy reported that she often felt lethargic whenever her doppelganger appeared, and that based on eyewitness reports, quote, the Wraith was often seen doing things Saggy later said she had been thinking about at the moment, suggesting that she may have had some subliminal control over it." End quote. Eventually, Saggy's doppelganger was seen in various locations apart from her physical presence. Unsure of what to do, various employers ended up firing her so as to eliminate the phenomenon altogether. In 1864 watercolor painting by Dante Gabriel Rossetti, entitled How They Met Themselves, depicts two lovers who encounter their doppelgangers while walking in the woods. The woman appears to faint at the sight of herself, while the man stares stoically at his doppelganger. Both doppelgangers are blanketed in a mysterious glow. Perhaps the most famous doppelganger sighting was that of Abraham Lincoln. Shortly after winning the presidential election in 1860, Lincoln looked in a mirror in his home, only to see two reflections staring back at him. In front was his real face, normal, as it should be. 
behind his reflection was a second face, this one much paler and resembling an imitation. His wife, Mary Todd Lincoln, was concerned about the double reflection, and though she did not see it herself, she offered a prophetic and scary interpretation. The real face indicated Lincoln would serve out his first term. The second face indicated Lincoln would die before he could be reelected. Lincoln's first presidential term lasted from 1861 to 1865, the duration of the Civil War. On April 14, 1865, while watching a performance of Our American Cousin at Ford's Theater, Lincoln was shot in the back of the head by John Wilkes Booth. He died early the next morning. How common are encounters with doppelgangers? Let's consider these testimonies. First, quote, these are two eerily similar doppelganger experiences. This post isn't a piece of fiction. I was as perplexed as you were when it occurred. My earliest encounter occurred around three or four years ago. I had decided to stay with my aunt. Her house was big, with three baths and various rooms. I was on the second floor, alone, when everything happened. I was working on a video when my youthful step-aunt appeared. I followed her into her room, excited to show her what I had done with my phone. My younger cousin was also in her arms. Both were female. She wasn't in the room when I walked in. I turned behind the door, thinking she was playing a joke on me. Nobody was there. I dashed downstairs to find her, but she claimed she had not gone upstairs. It was a scary experience because she was downstairs the whole time. The second incident occurred around two to three years ago. I was upstairs in a house by myself once more. My family's home wasn't substantial. My elder sister came home bearing our little sister. I was probably too lazy to fetch something, so I called to her from across the room. Before exiting the room, she walked up to the mirror and remained there, still, without responding to me. I followed her out of the room as she went at a slow pace. She was nowhere to be found. I dashed downstairs once again, where my sister was in the bathroom. My younger sister was downstairs as well, playing with her toys. I was creeped out once more and stayed downstairs." End quote. Here's a second testimony. Quote, About three years ago, my husband and I bought a house. There are three spirits there. An older man, I think he's the one who built the house. An older woman, I think she's his wife. And a younger man, I'm not sure how he relates. They're easy to live with. However, I've had two experiences in the house where I've seen what I thought were family members, but were actually not. And now, I'm wondering if anyone has any ideas 
on what they are. The first one was my husband. I turned into the hallway and saw him there, walking away from me and towards the bedroom at the opposite end. I called him, but he didn't respond. As soon as he entered the bedroom, he turned to the left. This was odd, because there's just a wall there, not even any windows. I followed him into the bedroom, but there was no one there. I called out to my husband again, and this time, I heard him upstairs. He was there the entire time. The second time was my dad. He was unloading some things from his truck and was going to bring them to the back door, which opens into the kitchen. I was in the kitchen and heard a noise at the door. Through the window in the door, I saw my dad bending over, as though he was bending down to untie his shoes. I ran to the door and opened it. But as soon as the door opened, I noticed there was no one there. In fact, my dad was still at his truck. Both times, it's been a family member. Both times, I haven't seen their faces. Neither event felt wrong in any way, or sinister. The movements that the figures made were exactly the movements that my dad, or husband, would have made." End quote. And finally, one last testimony. Quote, My childhood home was cliché haunted, for the most part. You know, the occasional weird sound or maybe seeing a thing in your peripheral. Nothing super weird or genuinely scary, except the doppelganger. It was just myself and my grandma in that house. I would have multiple dreams in which there were two of her. I would always comment on it because they seemed to not notice each other. One would always say, hey kid, I'm one in a million or some other grandma response that would make me roll my eyes, but still put me at ease. The other one, though, would take it so personally, escalating from sobbing to screaming, and always saying things like, I'm me, there is only me. She was obviously scarier, but at the same time, I couldn't determine which one was which. One time, my grandma and my aunt saw it too. I was out of the country on a school trip for a month. And on day three or four, they were in the living room. And I just came down the stairs from my bedroom, sat and made small talk for 10 minutes, and got up to go to the other room. They both laughed it off in case I caught on, yelled to me that they were going out shopping, and just sat in the car and cried. After about 30 minutes, they came back inside to an empty house. Thinking about it, that was the only time I know of my grandma encountering it. But it haunted my dreams for most of my life. The only reason I'm bringing it up now, I live 500 miles away from that house. And my current apartment neighbor just texted 
and asked if I was coming over. Apparently, I was in his place for half an hour and left a hoodie behind. I've been at work all afternoon. I wasn't anywhere near my neighbor's apartment. End quote. I'll admit, the idea of running into an imperfect lookalike leaves me curious. And the stories I've read of this happening to other people also leave me intrigued. But the possibility of turning a corner and running face first into a ghostly double, or looking in a mirror to see multiple reflections, it makes my hair stand on end. In recent years, Hollywood has explored the concept of doppelgangers, primarily in horror movies, including 2019's Us, directed by Jordan Peele. The movie was effective in its portrayal and used the doppelgangers as a symbol of deeper societal issues. I'd much prefer that they stay a part of film lore. As we close this episode of The Red Treehouse, I can't help but think about the story my grandfather told when I was a kid. He's never been prone to exaggeration and has always been stoic. In fact, I can't remember a time where he showed any emotion. It's not just a story that sticks out to me. It's the way he told the story. You could sense the fear just underneath his voice. And that's what makes me believe the story is true that one night, while walking home, my great-uncle Louie turned a corner and walked into himself. We're still left with these lingering questions. Is it possible that each of us has an exact double? And what would you do if one day out of nowhere, you came face to face with your doppelganger? I've shared the details. Now you decide for yourself. I'm your host, Will. Thanks for joining me in the Red Treehouse.